Hi, I feel like a day now. It's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories with today's Press and Journal. It's been Monday, February the 14th, so happy Valentine's Day for all you romantics. Um, now, front page of paper today is a patient moving ban is nay fit doctor ordered. So, patients are complaining that they're being held hostage by a blanket ban on moving for GP practices in Aberdeen. The block on transfers uh, was instituted by health chiefs who feared a mass departure from surgeries that were seen as failing. One city medic said under pressure doctors were fighting to keep the ban in place to avoid becoming swamped with unhappy patients leaving their current practice. But angry patients have complained of feeling trapped and being caught in a backlog at busy practices. One <coughs> excuse me, wife in Denburn said her six-week wait to be diagnosed after a mystery illness left her unable to complete simple household tasks. The position in Aberdeen appears to be one of turmoil, with surgeries being dogged by GP walkouts in protest over reorganisation and a failure to recruit elsewhere, preventing healthcare being offered. Uh, one Aberdeen clinician also raised the anxiety felt by some uh, about one practice being run with a dangerous reliance on nurses. Uh, Health Secretary Hamza Yousaf has said the government does not want to intervene in local decision making. So, well, it's uh, very tricky, in I think. And if, um, if you're not happy at your doctor, you should be able to go in and find another one. But um, it's up to the angels. Maybe they so good to pull up their socks a bit, maybe. But, and saying all that, I think anybody trying to see a doctor just knew it's nearly like asking for a million pound because uh, they're just, it's unbelievably difficult to try and see a doctor. I can vouch for that. But um, anyway, hopefully, that's focus need to get into a better in, it'll get a chance to do that. Now, here is a dad at his uh, went for couch potato to GB triathlete. So, cranky. A Northeast dad said enough was enough and said goodbye to constant takeaways ushering in a healthier lifestyle that earned him a spot on Great Britain's triathlon team. Uh, ben Rushton uh, for Abershardner was 12 stone 9 when he made a New Year's resolution in 2020 to get fit and eat better. After securing the help of a personal trainer in 11 months he dropped down to 9 stone 4 um, and this change in lifestyle also opened the door for new passions he'd never even considered before like pursuing a triathlon. And just two years after making the decision to kick his unhealthy lifestyle uh, Ben has qualified for the Great Britain Triathlon team. Well, that is amazing. It started for Ben uh, as a manager of an L company. and woke up one morning and decided enough was enough. I needed a healthier lifestyle, he said. It was all takeaways and visits to the pub. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I wanted to do something different. I had tried various fad diets and odd run in the past, but nothing worked or I couldn't stick to it. He bought his first road bike in February 2020 and remembered how his first five-mile ride left him so exhausted he slept for three hours after it. Uh, I kept going, then COVID lockdown happened, he said. There wasn't much to do, so I kept increasing the levels of training and I've never looked back. Uh, through social media, Ben spotted that Portsoy-based Aurora was holding a triathlon event and decided to give it a go. And now Ben will represent Great Britain in the 25-29 to 29 age category at uh, European Sprint Distance Championships in Munich in August. So, wow, <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. And there's a bit down here about his, um, his all diet and his new in. So his all in was the uh, microwave meals. Uh, takeaways and uh, eating out, alcohol, mess weekends, chocolate, fizzy drinks, crisps, and then mere crisps. 
Sounds, sounds a bit familiar to me actually. And uh, his new in is a clean in fresh food and whole foods, no processed foods of art, fruit and vegetables, high protein foods such as chicken and fish, pasta, uh, bagels, uh, usually with tuna or turkey rashers and cheese, and around 2,000 calories a day required. A very limited amount of alcohol. So, well, obviously, as far as you can see the difference in him, it's um, unbelievable. So, well, hats off to him, and, um, you know, it's a puckle to shame, certainly me anyway. So, anyway, good on him. Well done. Now, here is a Highland atrocity. Remember, so a folk gathered in Lochaber yesterday to commemorate the 338th anniversary of the Glencoe Massacre. About 70 folk attended the memorial service at St Mary's Kirk in Glencoe to remember those who lost their lives on February 13, 1692. In a cruel act of violence, government soldiers killed nearly 40 members of the Clan Donald after they failed to pledge allegiance to King William in time. Uh, dozens more perished in the freezing cull. The massacre is remembered at Glencoe every year and by ancestors from all over the world. Ross, um, Ross MacDonald, secretary of the Glencoe Heritage Trust, said the memorial was very successful with a larger gathering than last year's scaled-back event. She said, last year it was just myself and two or three of the trustees for the Heritage Trust and one read a passage for the Bible. It was nice and appropriate, so it was nice to see a good turnout of visitors and local folk and also at dinner arena, it was good. As the six cents have been lifted since last year, the attendees were able to take part in the traditional march through the village. Piper Colin McCaskill led the way to the massacre cross. The Reverend Amanda Fairclough conducted the service before wreaths were laid by the Glencoe Heritage Trust, members of Clan Donald and representatives for the National Trust for Scotland. This year, the Heritage Trust uh, dedicated its wreath to late historian Elizabeth MacDonald for our sake, who will be sadly missed by her many friends. And there's a picture of them uh, uh, walking down the road. So I'm sure we've all heard of the Glencoe Massacre and um, certainly we didn't... Uh, uh, pledge her allegiance to the King in them days. They were pretty uh, swift with action. So I hope Charlie's nearly like that when he comes to the throne. Now here is the SNP. Could they reintroduce bridge and road tolls 14 years after accident, it says. So the SNP could perform a dramatic U-turn by reintroducing bridge and road tolls 14 years after they were scrapped at his emerge. The option has been included in uh, plans being drawn up by transport chiefs and a bid to cut car use as part of efforts to reach emissions targets. Only move to hit motorists with such a levy would risk a major backlash. Uh, certainly for one man in Kintour anyway. Um, uh, particularly amid rising concerns about the cost of living. However, ministers in the SNP, a Green government, regard the return of tolls as inevitable, according to a report in the Sunday Times. So, well, there we go. It was... Um, but a pain in the neck when you go to the fourth row budget to have queue and put your money in and oh, that rigmarole, but um, it's far better without it. But don't worry, they've, they've spent all this billions of pounds getting a new brig or a fourth and your motorway's going to be told and like that and then there's nobody to use them, so... Okay. Now, food lovers to be inspired. It's time to grab your coat and head out to ex explore Aberdeen's thriving dining scene as the city's favourite foodie week returns for its eighth instalment. Thousands of diners will be able to try new dishes, cuisines and venues as part of Aberdeen Restaurant Week, which returns next month for 12 days from Monday, March 7th to Friday, March 18th. And bringing the event back to basics, organisers to a centre Bid Aberdeen Inspired has encouraged those venues taking part to showcase what they have to offer by launching two-course lunch menus for £10, 
Ooh, that's a bargain. And three-course dinner menus for £25. That guy gave their food, not? Anyway, the event will highlight a range of cuisines, including Italian, Indian, Nepalese, Scottish, and more. Uh, and it will further help position Aberdeen as a food lover's destination of choice. So that is music to my ears, and I shall put that dates in my diary, and certainly go and give them a try. Get something for your two courses for your dinner for a, for a tenner. That is um, a bargain in my book, I think. As long as it's fine, of course. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and then um, we'll... Uh, one story on the go in this PNJ today, and it says Stephen Glass obviously um, sacked his manager Aberdeen after the loss 2 1 to Motherwell on the Saturday. And, um, you know, for being honest, it's probably been on the cards for a week or two, but um, the performances just weren't up to scratch. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of folks saying that the, the coaching and everything and the, the, the training was um, well, high quality, but you know, that needs to be transferred onto the pitch. And, you know, a club like Aberdeen shouldn't be um, with a bathe cup so early and, you know, languish and what I do near the fit of the league. It's just not good enough. So, um, you know, he's paid the price in it. 41 games, I think, is all he had. Um, but in saying that, there's only one 11 of them. So it's not a great record by anybody's standards. Um, and the other thing is, looking at him in the pictures and paper, I mean, when he come to Aberdeen for the manager's job, he just looked like the same young loon that he was years ago with. He's nearly like that new, I can tell you, so um, it might be a weight off his shoulders, but I'm sure he'll be disappointed, obviously, but, um, you know, the, the, the club has to come first, and um, he's hoping that Dave Cormack gets, a, gets the next appointment right. Um, he'll have to, so we'll watch this space. But um, it doesn't matter if the manager, we have to support him, and uh, come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for the day now, just a wee puck as soon as it is. Uh, P&J on Monday the 14th of February. So happy Valentine's Day once again and um, hope you have a nice uh, romantic meal uh, with your loved one um, on the go today. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. In fact, it has been a, a mochy afternoon up in Aberdeen. It was very bright through the day, but um, it's uh, well, it brightened up about dinner time, but it's gotten uh, dull again. It's they're speaking about the gales now in the next couple of days, so uh, back to normal, I'm afraid. But um, <clears throat> very miserable the night, anyway. So uh, that is that. So uh, as I say, thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you can, um, you know, rustle up somebody that um, you maybe were not quite so pally but you remember him vaguely, it doesn't matter far the bide. Maybe it could be Fraserburgh, maybe Fruhi, maybe Folkestone, or uh, Fort Lauderdale, even, or uh, Fukuyama. In the, Steady now, that's, that's in Japan, that is. Um, but anyway, if you can, somebody... Anyway, this is not matter how far this let him kind of with the Doric Express, and um, we've had a good um, uptake of listeners in the last uh, week or so, so let's keep it going and um, get some more folk on board. So, long live Doric. And um, if you can leave a review, if you have five minutes spare to say something nice, uh, look up some nice words to put in it, that'll be just uh, dandy. So, cheers now. Toodaloo. The Constitution speaks of what we're doing for them. Longfield, Nelfield, Manorfield, and Tannerfield. Lights of local stories that you believe in again.